Father, we're gathered here tonight to bring our supply of the Spirit with the spirit of faith and the spirit of prayer. Lord, we acknowledge you this evening in all of our ways. We're asking that you would lead and guide and direct this service in the teaching and the prayer part. Lord, we honor you tonight. You are high and lifted up, and your train does fill the temple. We thank you, Lord, that your presence permeates our very being. And we declare that we are saturated with the goodness of God and with the glory of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for quickening every body. Whatever situation we may have faced this week, we know that you are greater. We know that you are not just enough, but we know that you are more than more than enough. Whether it be on the job, whether it be emotional, whether it be physical, we are asking you, sir, to stretch forth your hand and quicken everybody in this congregation tonight and quicken everybody watching online. We pray for our church family. We pray for all of our members. We pray for all of our partners. Thank you for moving right in their lives, right where they're at, whether they be in home, whether they be in the car, whether they be in a hospital room. We thank you that you are an ever-present help in a time of trouble, and you are the spirit of grace which quickens mortal bodies that causes people, praise God, to be lifted up, out from those things that the enemy has tried to do. And Lord, we glorify you. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you for moving mightily in their lives. In the mighty name, the mighty name, the name which is above every name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Holy is the Lord. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Can you say glory? Glory. You know, it's scriptural to say glory. In Psalms 29, it says that in his temple does everyone speak of his glory. Amen. Well, if you can speak of his glory, you can sing of his glory. You can shout about the glory of God. Amen. We've got a bunch of believers in the house tonight, right? Amen. And Jesus said this. He said, said I not unto you that if you would believe that you would see, that you would experience days of heaven upon earth, you would experience the glory Glory of God. God. Amen. So let's say glory to God a couple of times. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. So good to be here tonight. And why don't you take a few moments to greet one another and let each other know how glad that you are to see one another. Yeah. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you guys had a really good time of prayer last Wednesday night, didn't you? Yeah. Pastor Brenda and PN shared and and prayed, and they did it without praise and worship. But aren't you glad to have PT back in the house and Christina and Ingrid? Thank you guys so much. Praise the Lord. And then Sunday morning was just wonderful. Uh, We're doing a series called Kingdom Culture. And Brenda covered the joy part pretty well, didn't she? 
The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we just keep that joy flowing, right? Amen. Regardless of what things may look like, the joy of the Lord strengthens us. Amen. Are you going to stand or sit? Well, I'm enjoying standing, but I will sit. Well, you can stand. Thank you. You could stand if you want. I know. Stand. I'll be back on my feet sooner or later. <laughs> Don't Praise do what Lord. I did, though, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, okay, let me pull the table closer, and I messed it up. <laughs> well, keep the, you're, you're allowed to mess it up. Keep the table where it is. We can move, not the table. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Everybody doing good? Yes. Amen. I trust that testimonies are happening in your lives. Yes. Anybody got a fresh testimony? Oh, Praise the Lord. Good. The Lord did something good. Caleb's got one. Anybody else got a big testimony tonight? All right. Amen. And we might hear about those a little bit later. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, tonight we're going to cover the subject of intercession. We've talked about it a little bit before, but one thing that's been big in my heart is something that a man of God said many, many years ago, Brother Hagen. He was asked about the secret of his success of his ministry. Mm -hmm. And basically, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him and said, full of faith, full of power, and then using the divine instruments of travail, which is really compassion, our, our intercession, yeah. and compassion will make you irresistible. Mm -hmm. So intercessory prayer is, is so vital. And where we're heading tonight is to intercede maybe for about 10 minutes or so, and so let's talk about it a little bit. What does intercede mean? Yes, I love these definitions. Intercede literally means this, to mediate or to intervene between two parties with a view of reconciling differences. And then the word intercession is standing in the gap yeah. in prayer between a person or persons who have provoked judgment upon themselves through their wrongdoing. Yeah. So we can see here from those two definitions that simply intercession is a prayer to hold back judgment. Yeah. Now we know that people in the world are doing crazy things and a lot of people it's just because they're acting like their father, the devil. They're not born again. They're not in the kingdom of light. But as believers we're not to sit in the seat of judgment but we are to be the ones that are going to do what we just read here. We're going to stand I like that. in the gap. Stand in the gap. That's right. That's what we do when we intercede. We stand in the gap. And that will even become a little bit more clear. Yeah. I know you guys ended last week in Genesis chapter 18. 18. Yeah, we so, did. Talked a little bit about that. Okay. So let's look at some scriptures tonight regarding intercession. Yes. And we're going to look at Genesis 18 verses 16 through 26 first. And I'll read. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. Those were the angels that showed up. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. I think it's very interesting that God knew him. He yeah. trusted him. That's right. You know, Abraham had faith in a faithful God. Yeah. 
But God considered Abraham faithful because he could trust him. And one of the ways that God knew that he could trust him was he commanded his household Mm. and his children after him. I think that's a very powerful truth. Absolutely. In verse 20 it says, And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because the sin is very grievous, I'm going to go down now and see whether they have done altogether according, I want you to notice, according to the what? According to the cry Cry of it, it, Mm -hmm. which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. In verse 22, And the men turned their faces from thence Mm -hmm. and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood, everyone say stood. Stood. He stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? So again, Abraham stood. He stood as an intercessor. Amen? Amen. And he asked the Lord this question. You know, the Lord wasn't really angry with him, was he? No, because that's why he's saying to him, Lord, I know that you are righteous and you are just. And God didn't reply to him and say, how dare you ask me a question that I'm going to destroy the righteous with the wicked. He didn't rebuke him for asking. And so then we know what began to happen, the great, I like to call it the great negotiations, begin to happen in verse 24. So it began, he said, Perventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for 50 righteous that are therein? And then he goes on again and he says, Lord, I know that you're going to do right. You're going to do just. And the Lord said to him, I won't destroy it for 50 people. And I love this. You already mentioned this, that God knew Abraham. Yeah. But this tells us that Abraham also knew God. Yeah, that's a really important point. You know, when you go to prayer on this on this level, yeah. where you're pleading your case of others and where you're standing the gap in intercession, you don't go flippantly. No. You know, you go out of your relationship with Him. You can come boldly to the throne of grace because right. you are in fellowship with the one that's on the throne. That's right. And God honors that. Yeah, and we know that we're, we have a place. We have a position of authority. And even though Abraham wasn't born again, he had that relationship with God. But how much more, you and I, because we're the righteousness of God yeah. in Christ Jesus. And he wants us to lay our case out before yeah. him. He's looking for somebody to stand in the gap. He, he did not want to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. If he just wanted to destroy it, he would have just done it. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to, and that's why he went to Abraham, because he was looking for a man that would stand before him yes. and that would stand up for the people and pray for the people. And don't you find it interesting? Again, the great negotiations began, started out with, Oh, God. If we find 50, you won't destroy it. And he said, I won't do it for 50. And it went down to 45, to yeah. 30, to 20, all, all the, the way, way down. down to 10. Listen to this language. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Yeah, he's... Who he's, can say yeah. that to the judge of all the earth? Yeah. One that's in covenant with him. That's right. And Abraham was in covenant with a covenant-keeping God. Yes, again, and he knew he knew God's heart. And it's really interesting here that he kept going down, of course, and then he said, "No, I won't do I won't destroy it for 10 people." 
do you see here that Abraham quit asking? God did not quit responding. I truly believe, even if wickedness is all around us, that God will spare a city. He'll spare our state. Look how many righteous people are in here tonight. He will do it. He would have spared this. I do believe he would have spared Sodom and Gomorrah if Abraham would have just said, will you do it for me? Will you do it for me, your covenant man? So, you know, we never want to look at a situation or a group of people, a relative, and say, ah, they're so wicked, there's no hope. No, there's always hope. And there's always mercy that God shows. And we never want to minimize a few in numbers. That's right. You know, in the natural realm, I mean, there's a good company here tonight, but in the natural realm, it's few in numbers. So we don't ever want to minimize that because one... Yeah. Come on, one put yeah. a thousand flight, but two ten thousand. Yeah. I tell you what, there's enough faith in here to intercede yeah. and see cities change and Amen. see lives turned around Amen. for the glory of God. What a pleasure, what a joy it is. Amen. Yeah. To be able to pray with such confidence. Amen. So Abraham's prayer for Sodom and Gomorrah obviously is a clear example of the prayer of intercession. In verse 20, in the Amplified Version, it says, And the Lord said, because the shriek Mm. of the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah, the cry or the shriek, is great, and their sin is exceeding grievous. So this is a a shriek, almost a shriek, shriek, (laughs) or cry. And so in the Word of God, you know, there's different cries mentioned. There's the cry of faith. Yeah. And what does the cry of faith do? Well, the cry of faith brings God yeah, on the scene. Amen. Amen. Smith Wigglesworth said this. Mm-hmm. He said, there's something about faith that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to one person who Hallelujah. is in faith. Is that you? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so the cry of faith brings God on the scene. The cry of faith invokes a blessing. So many of you know, like when you go to a a big event, not so much in these days, but used to, when you'd go even to a high school graduation or some sort of a gathering, what did they have in the beginning? An invocation. Invocation, What is that? It's a prayer. It's a cry. It's a, a people assembled together and they're asking, they're invoking a blessing on their gathering. Well, that's what this word invoke means. It means to call for, to put in operation or to bring about. So that's what we do. We invoke the blessings of God. We invoke His presence into people's lives. We invoke through prayer that God will show up on the scene. But there's also a cry to sin. And we don't want to be negative, but there is. And it's in the Word of God. And instead of a, the cry of sin invoking a blessing, it provokes judgment. God does not delight in judgment, but there's some, there's our points, just like with Sodom and Gomorrah, that the cup of sin was full and it was poking and at God's judgment on the scene. Y'all probably are very familiar with, you know, the word poke. I don't know if that's me or, or you, but anyhow, a poking. It must be you. It's got to be you. <laughs> I was thinking about this I'm not today. wearing any jewelry. Okay, I was thinking about this today. We have two grown sons now. They're grown, John and James. But when they were little, and particularly if we'd be going on a, on a road trip, 
and they're in the back seat. And John, the oldest one, he was always wiggly, and he was kind of an agitator. And he would poke at his brother, just poke, poke, poke at James. And James would take it for a while, but then after a bit, you would hear this, ah, James has attacked his brother. He poked him so much he'd had enough that it, re- it got a response. And that's really what sin does. God does not ever want to bring judgment upon people. He's a holy God, but sin cannot stand in his presence. And this whole account that we just read, obviously it was before Jesus shed his sinless blood to take away the sins of the world. And it was even before the priests were offering sacrifices to atone for the sins of the world. So that's that's why this situation happened. So he came on the scene, and why did he let Abraham in on it? Because God does not like to judge. No. He delights in mercy. That's right. And he's the same today yeah. as he was yesterday. Yeah. And he'll be the same forever. He delights in mercy. And so what he does is he gives mankind, I mean, lots of space to repent. Yes, he does. He is, I mean, he is long-suffering. Yeah. And so he takes no delight in the death of the wicked. In Exodus chapter 33 and verse 11, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, it says, Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Mm-hmm. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for, you sh- for why should you die, O house of Israel? So we see then, it's God's will, it's God's desire for those that are in sin to repent, to turn from their twisted ways, yeah. to turn from their wicked ways, and live. And his heart is displayed over and over again in the Word of God. Remember Enoch. Talk about <laughs> Enoch a little bit. This, this, is, yeah. this is amazing. It really is. This always blesses me when I think about this. Does anybody know who Enoch was? Enoch in the Bible is yeah, the one, only one person that we know that never experienced death. Yeah. The Bible says he walked so close to God that one day he was just no more. He got so caught up in the presence of the Lord that the presence of the Lord just caught him caught up. Him away. Caught him up into heaven. But Enoch had a son named Methuselah. Now, does anybody know who Methuselah was? Methuselah Methuselah is the oldest man to ever live. Wow. He lived to be 969 years. And his name... I'd like to know what he was eating. Really? His name means this. This This is will show us the mercy of God. Enoch was his father. And God apparently spoke to Enoch that... You know, judgment is coming. And so he names his son Methuselah, and which means judgment is coming. But God caused Methuselah to live 969 years because he wanted men to repent. That's given him a long time. But that's not even the end of the story. Methuselah had a grandson, and his name was Noah. Noah, do you get the picture? So here, Enoch, 
names his son Methuselah. He lives 969 years. Judgment is coming. Then Methuselah has a son. Then he has a grandson, Noah, who lived to be really old. And we know what happened with Noah. It took Noah 40 years to build the ark. And the whole time God was telling the people, judgment is coming. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it had been well over a thousand mm-hmm. years since he first told that to Enoch. Judgment is coming. And really, if people would have picked up a hammer, well, if they had hammers, nails, whatever, and helped Noah, they could have got on the ark too. God yeah. wasn't trying to destroy everybody. He was showing his yes. mercy. The ark was an ark of safety. And that's what yes. we're all about. We're calling as many people Amen. as we possibly can by standing in the gap. We're calling them into the ark. That's I right. remember we were in Fort, Yerth, Fort Worth years yeah. ago. And there was some conversation about the cup of judgment. Mm-hmm. It's almost full. And it's almost ready to, to run over. But in this little sliver of time we have. In this dispensation of grace, before the rapture of the church, it must be all intercessors on deck. We must be bold in this day and this hour to declare by the Spirit of God what the Spirit of God is saying and standing in the gap. Amen? Aren't you glad God is merciful? Amen. Well, let's just so, say that together right now. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And His mercy. And His mercy. Endureth forever. Endureth forever. Two more times. For the Lord is good. good. And, and His, His mercy, mercy endureth forever. forever. Uno mas. For, For the, the Lord, Lord is good. good. And, and His, His mercy, mercy endureth forever. Holly, and we're ministers of mercy, aren't Amen. we? Amen. Amen. We're not ministers of judgment. We're ministers yeah. of mercy. We're ministers of reconciliation. Yes. Letting the world that the price know that the price has been paid. Yeah. And That's all right. they got to do is right. call upon yeah. the name of we the Lord. We don't want to have the attitude of, oh, man, they're so terrible. They're so wicked. God, just go ahead and burn them up. You know, just, just yeah. get them. Get it's like that day when the disciples were, they had been in some place and they had uh, had been rejected and they said to Jesus, oh, just call fire down from heaven yeah. and consume all of these wicked people. Yeah. That was their attitude. And Jesus said, well, you better you better hold on there, cowboy. You don't know what kind of spirit you are of. Because right now, because you are judging them, and you're saying that you're so good and they're so yeah. bad, if fire came down, you'd be a crispy critter too. That's right. So that's you know, extra when we, crispy. <laughs> extra crispy. So what uh, what translation is that cowboy in? Okay. Okay. Oh, the okay translation. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering. That's good. So any time that we sit in the seat of the scornful and we put our little, point our bony fingers at people, then we're not on the side of God. We're not on the side of mercy. And that's where we want to be. Even in Micah 7, 18, the last part of that, it says, He retaineth not his anger forever. Mm -hmm. He delights. He delights in mercy. In mercy. Mercy. And if he delights in mercy, we should as well. That's right. Stand on the side of That's mercy. That's that compassion, right? Amen. Because mercy and compassion, those yeah. words are used interchangeably in the Word of God. And remember, we started yeah. out, 
using the divine instruments of what? Travail, Travail and compassion, compassion or mercy. Those yes, two things amen. working together amen. are a powerful force. Amen. Of course, Moses is another example, and we'll cover that real quickly before we pray. He's another example of an intercessor, one who stood in the gap. In Exodus 32, verses 9 through 14, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of thee a great nation. And Moses brought, besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath wax hot against thy people? Ha, I love thy that. people yeah, is interceding, which you have brought forth <laughs> out of the land of Egypt with great power mm-hmm. and with a mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent. Repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, mm-hmm. your servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self, and said, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. That's old covenant. That is old covenant. But he again was pleading his case. Mm -hmm. He was standing in the gap. And God wasn't angry about it. He, He wanted someone. He really wanted Moses, I'm sure, to stand in the gap for the people. And we know then that that's exactly what happened. Moses was so in covenant with God and yeah. so in covenant with those people that he said, I'm not, I'm not going to separate myself from these people. And if you're going to destroy them, then I'm going to get dis- destroyed as well. But God was not about to do that. In, in Numbers 14:19, he says this, Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of the people. This is Moses' prayer. According to the greatness of thy mercy. mercy. And as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt until now. And then in Psalms 106, verse 23, Therefore he said that he would destroy them had not Moses, his chosen, and here's that word again, yeah. stood before stood him. Stood before him. In the breach, to turn away his wrath, lest he would destroy them. So God is always looking for someone Mm -hmm. to stand in the gap. I was praying one time, and it was like, you know, I was in intercession. And uh, by the way, intercession is something that we need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He's the one that has to give us that divine utterance to pray in this fashion. We make ourselves available, but it's not every time that we come together that we're going to intercede. Intercede is a different kind of a prayer where the Holy Ghost just comes upon you and you know that you are taking the place of another. It's a deeper, would, deeper realm of it's prayer. It's a deeper realm There's of supplication, prayer. of course. We yes. let your requests be made known to God. And that's powerful as well. Absolutely. But I remember I was praying one time. It wasn't like an open vision or anything, but it's in, in your heart you see things. And I literally saw myself. Now, we know that Jesus is the one that bridged the gap between God and fallen yes. humanity. But I literally saw myself touching 
the throne of mercy. Amen. Lord, I'm crying out for mercy for this person, this person that I know is lost. But I could just literally see myself touching the throne of mercy and then touching lost humanity. And this particular person that I was praying for that I knew was on the wrong path. And that we can bridge that gap. God's looking for a voice. He's looking for people that are available to do just that. And he said that over in Ezekiel 22. He said, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge, stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Therefore I've poured out my indignation upon them. I've consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way I've recommenced unto their heads, says the Lord. Well, he can't say that. He's found, found he's found here. a company of believers Amen. here tonight. Amen. That are standing in the gap. Amen. Absolutely. And we know again his heart. It's it's stated to us over in Second Peter chapter three, verse nine. If you have someone in your life and it just looks like they are hell bent on going to hell, yeah. you just need to declare, no, especially if they are your relative. Stand on the word of God. Find some scriptures that cover household salvation. Me and my seed, my family shall all be saved. And this is a good one right here in Second uh, Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. Mm-hmm. He's long-suffering toward us. Everybody ought to say hallelujah right there. Mm-hmm. Thank God he's long-suffering toward us. But this is something we can stand on. He is not willing that any should perish. He's not willing that your lost loved one should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And it's our prayers that give him access into places and into hearts that he can't go unless someone asks him, unless someone prays. Our prayers literally give him Entrance. Yes. They create a highway for him to travel to the heart mm. of that person. Yeah. We know that it's the God of this world that blinds people's minds mm-hmm. and that darkness comes upon people. If they could really see how wonderful and how good and yeah. how gracious and merciful God is, I don't think there's a person in, right. in this world that would yeah. refuse him if they could just see who yes. he is. And his goodness. So we keep that in mind as we pray that we're creating those entrances, those inroads into those otherwise hard hearts. You know, talked a little about household salvation. Your faith can reach to your aunts. It can reach to your uncles. It can reach to your cousins. We saw it happen (laughs) in our our family. I can remember down in Phoenix, remember we prayed with Uncle Bill, Mm -hmm. my mom's brother. He was sick. He was ready to go to be with the Lord. But we got an opportunity to witness to him and to lead him to Christ. That's right. People are open. Praise the Lord. So don't limit God, just your sons and daughters. Extend your faith out toward your whole household. You know, it just comes to me. We just read a lot about Abraham. Lot wasn't his son. Lot was his nephew. How about that? So he was reaching out even to his niece. I mean, his nephew. And if he's what up to his extended 
family. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's right. I know, you know, my brother Tim passed away at age 54. He'd be 76 now. I'll be 73. Um, but his daughter, Jeannie, you know, we've prayed for her. We believe God for her. And uh, we know that she's on her way in. Praise the Lord. So Amen. we want to encourage ourselves in the Lord with testimonies. And yeah. just know that God is God, and hey, He doesn't give up on people, and we don't either, right? Amen, amen. Amen. So when we're praying for the lost, when we're praying for those that are hurting, I like how John Osteen used to say it. What did he say? It's hurting, sighing, dying, hurting humanity. That's yeah. who Jesus came yeah. to save, and that's who we pray for. We pray, of course, for our church yeah. family, but. Jesus has already paid the price for everyone's salvation. It's a free gift. The Father's not willing yeah. that any should perish. You look we don't at, have to talk you know, him into notion to saving them. If you look at Isaiah 58, you know, the Bay Area is our territory, right? Yeah. Oakland's our territory. Yeah. San Francisco's our territory. The Bay Area is our territory. And I believe that as we pray, we're going to be known as the repairer of the breach. Yeah. The restore of Amen. streets to dwell in. Come on, somebody. Lives being changed. People Thank coming to Christ you, Jesus. in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's tune up for a little Thank bit. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. And we're going to go ahead and pray. And you may want to just pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit or pray in English, whatever you're comfortable with. Thank you, Lord. We thank just you, worship Lord. you first, Lord. Blessed be the we name of the Lord. thank you, Lord, for your great Glory mercy. Glory to God. Thank you for your mercy that endures forever. Thank you, Lord, for your heart. Your heart, you're not willing that any should perish. Oh, my, my, my. Yeah, that's your heart. Oh, my sacred That's your heart. We tap and into your heart, heart Lord. tonight, Lord. That's our heart. Give us a greater understanding of your heart. Help us, Lord. Oh, Help my, us, my, Lord, my. to do our part. Yes. To participate yes. in the unction, to participate. Holy Spirit, yes, we Lord. welcome you tonight. Oh, our helper, Makalite, our helper in prayer. We invite you to help us make supplication. Yes, Lord. We invite you to help us to make intercession tonight. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We take a bath. Amen. Amen. We are Amen. available. Here we are. Pray in English. We are available. However you want to pray. Just go ahead and pray. Oh Lord, here we are. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are available. Mm. We offer our supply. We offer our supply. Yes, Lord, we do. you know. <laughs> you know exactly mm. who needs to be prayed over tonight. Yeah. Whether we know them by name, Lord, you know them. And you know exactly mm -hmm. where they're at. You know my sepoto. Lord, I just sense that we are to Masubrota. Right now, we offer our supply, and we pray for those. We pray for those that the Kesubrota, that the enemy has strategies and, and attacks against their life. And there are those that he would even he'd try to take out early in life. Relatives, friends, maybe those that we don't even know, but the Holy Spirit knows who they are. And so tonight, we go after those, those those, those that are on the brink of eternity, eternity that in the Masseta and lost, lost, lost without you, without 
We stand in the gap. We yes, offer Lord. our supply. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Something just comes you, up Lord. in my heart as we're praying. Thank you, and Jesus. It's these words untimely deaths. Mm -hmm. Untimely mm -hmm. deaths. Premature deaths. Yeah, yeah. And it's related to the fentanyl <laughs> epidemic. Mm. It's related to that. And so I think what we need to do is we need to be praying over those that are bringing in those drugs into yeah. the Bay Area, yeah. into California, but in also praying for mercy, mercy for those that are even possibly even taking it tonight. Yeah. So, Father, we lift up. We lift up those in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of death that has come as a result of this fentanyl epidemic. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we take our place, we take our, our, our seat of authority tonight. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind that right now. We bind that spirit. We bind those that come against the youth and the and the, the population in our in our Bay Area in the name of Jesus. We pray for an apprehension, Lord, an apprehension, an apprehension of those that mean to do evil. 
by bringing their drugs. We're talking about the cartel. We're talking about those that are pushing drugs in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, right now, come on, let's surround them. Let's surround them with faith. Let's team up right now on the enemy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life in the name of Jesus. In the name and we stand in the gap for the young ones. We stand in the gap for the young generation. Those that are going back to school. Those that are going back to high school. Lord, those that are going back to their schools this fall. We stand in the gap for them now. And we cry out for mercy for the younger generation. We cry out for the mercy of God. For the youth. We cry out for the mercy of God. We stand in the gap. We are mercy. not willing to let oh, the devil yes, have his way in, in our children, schools. We are not willing to let the enemy have his way no. in the younger generation. No. No. In the name of Jesus, go ahead, go ahead and pray. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, yes, we pray over the youth. We pray over the children. We pray over our colleges, the college campuses. We pray over Shabbat in the name of Jesus. Mercy, Lord. We lose the angels. We lose the ministering spirits. We lose the angels all around our schools. We lose the ministering spirits to protect them. We draw a boundary tonight in the name of Jesus. We yes, plead the blood of Jesus over our schools. We plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. And those that mean evil, we come against that in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Asking, asking for divine intervention. Divine intervention and the supernatural apprehension of criminals, Lord. Oh, Open their eyes. Open oh, their eyes, open Lord. Eyes, Lord. Mm. <coughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We cry out for souls, Lord. Yes. We cry out for souls yes. tonight. We cry out for those that are in the valley of decision. We cry out, Lord, for the lost. We pray to my soul, can amende. Yes, Jesus. Mighty harvest. Mighty harvest. There's that harvest there. There's that harvest there. And there's that harvest over there. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, coming in. Coming in. Coming out. Coming out of those lifestyles. Coming out of that lifestyle. Thank you for that mighty harvest. Coming out. In the name of Jesus, coming out oh, of that lifestyle. Thank you, Lord. Over there, raising up, raising up, raising up firebrands, raising up firebrands yes, within that community. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's going to take divine intervention. But yes, you are divine. Almighty God. 
divine, divine intervention, divine intervention, and Lord, we also ask for supernatural visitations, supernatural visitations for those that are bound up by that lifestyle in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you for setting them free, Lord. Setting them free from the shackles, from the shackles, from the demonic forces that has come against their lives. Oh my, 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 mercy, the mercy of God, the mercy of God. The younger ones, sombra, yeah. oh, that sexual confusion, identity confusion, mm -hmm. that's wicked. We bind that in the yeah. name yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You're not still in this next generation. No, you're not confusing the Let little ones. Oh, thank oh. you, Lord. Let there be light. Oh. We know that we you are the not the Jesus. author of confusion. We the blood of Jesus so we stand against that confusion <laughs> in the name <laughs> of Jesus. We apply yeah, yeah. the blood of the yeah, Lamb over those situations. we apply the blood of Jesus over them, Glory over God. their minds. And there is subrikitaha. And there is a reason that there is such an attack against the youth and the children because in the past so many revivals and so much yes. has come out of the younger generation. Yes. Just think what the Lord did during the Jesus mm -hmm. revolution. Oh, mm -hmm. the devil did his best shot to take out that whole generation, mm -hmm. my generation and many of your generation through drugs and disease and that horrible lifestyle yeah. that many were living. But look what came out. Woo! Firebrands. Firebrands. Woo! Yes, Most of the leading pastors and leading evangelists of the yeah. day came out Thank of that Lord. period yeah. of time. Pastor Mark, right here Thank is a trophy Lord. of God's grace. You, Mike, Lord. you're Worship a trophy you, of God's Lord. grace. Again, and what God did, ha, ha, ha. What he did with that generation, he's going to do with this younger generation. This is just a different attack, yeah. cooked up differently, but it's not going to prosper. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, oh, yes, we're going to have firebrands and mighty, mighty evangelists, mighty Hallelujah. voices rising up Amen. out of the youth, rising Amen. up in the young adults, Hallelujah. rising up. In the children. <laughs> These words just come up in my spirit. He did it then and he's doing it again. Yeah, he is. He's yes. doing it again and again <laughs> and again. You, it's happening. Thank you, Lord. It's not about Thank to happen. You, it's happening right now. <laughs> it's happening all over our state. It's Thank happening you, all over the Golden State. <laughs> I mean, Woo! people by the thousands are being baptized in water yes, right now. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I mean, it is a new Jesus, Jesus revolution. Yeah, yeah, Amen. yeah. Thank you, Lord. And you know what? We're a part of it. Thank you, Lord. Aren't you thankful that we're hero. a part of it? I'm a part of Praise it. Praise God. Thank God. Woo! God's bringing, he's drawn people in. Yeah. He's drawn people in. Thank you, Lord. Out of various, various walks of life. He's drawn people in out of, out of, uh, <laughs> 
False religions, right? False religions. God loves people. He loves Muslims. Yes, yes. He loves Buddhists. He loves people. Oh, yes. And he will reveal himself to them. Yes. And he is doing it. He has done it. And he will do it again and again. Thank you, Jesus. So you can pray over your neighborhood. You know, just go for a walk. Thank you, Just Jesus. Go for, I go for a walk around our block, and I can pray for Muslims. Yeah. I can pray for They're Buddhists. There. I can pray for Hindus. They're all over the place. And mm-hmm. God loves them. Yeah. And you know what? Most of those people are stellar in character. Yeah. A lot of them are very, very nice people. They're just missing one thing. Jesus. And who is that? That's Jesus. Jesus. And we have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So walk around your neighborhood. Go for a prayer walk. And just speak the name of Jesus. Sing the name of Jesus. Just plead the name of Jesus over your relatives. Hallelujah. It's going to be amazing who God will connect you to. Thank you. Amen. Jesus. It's going Thank to be wonderful. You, Praise God. It's harvest time. Hallelujah. It is harvest time. Harvest Amen. Time. Praise God. So it's just as representatives of of a church that's hospitable, amen? Let's go ahead and pray over our chairs. And let's call people in from the north, south, east, west tonight in closing. Let's just pray over our chairs. Let's anoint them, amen? Just go ahead and walk around and do that for a couple of minutes. Father, right now we thank you. Our doors are open. Our doors are open to the Holy Ghost. Our doors are open to people, Lord. Our doors are open to the great harvest. Oh, Father. This is representative of us just walking around our territory. And we thank you, Father, for the goodness of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, brindis celebratayari. That's right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for souls. And we're believing God for people to be saved in this building, right? Amen. Right here in this place. Thank you for souls, Lord. Thank you for sinners coming to Christ. Thank you, Father, for an extension of your grace, extending your mercy over every person that walks in these doors in the name of Jesus. Lord, may this place be just filled and saturated with the goodness of God and with the presence of God in the name of Jesus. Some of you needed to get up and walk anyway, so glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Let's say it together for the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. Amen. So more has been accomplished tonight. We just keep on pressing, keep on moving. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.